Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's episode is... Topic? Is it episode? I always forget. Uh, I think it's episode. Episode. You always say episode. This week's episode topic (laughs) is red flags. Yes. So, a um, little funny story about <laughs> this. Pranked you guys again. Pranked. <laughs> I was like, I'm so happy and in a relationship. Pranked. You guys believe me? Pranked. Actually, just kidding. I believed myself. Pranked, so pranked sad. myself. That is so sad. Um, but we were like going to do a Red Flags episode. Uh-huh unrelated to this totally. and then now it's just even more topical so okay. I will try my very best to do them more generally speaking and not just like really target um, <laughs> the triggering actions that have happened to me recently in the last like week and a half yeah. two weeks yeah yeah. <laughs> that is so funny that we were gonna do this and then now it's like your life yeah <laughs> my life I'm like should have seen them should have seen them coming. Yeah. Oh my god, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't know if mine is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of my sight is ever. <laughs> That's like my friend and I were talking about how um, there's like eight K TVs now. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, didn't four K just happen? Yeah, I think. Also, so. there's like not a chance that I see in four K. No. Like, like how in, well can we see? I see in like four eighty p maybe <laughs> seven twenty on like a good day, and when I got a new contact in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So yeah, red flags. But mm-hmm. I think that we can talk about this. Um, <laughs> not just about your ex? <laughs> not just about my ex. Mostly because like, I don't want to just like roast him. Um, that's but, for next week's episode. Yeah, that's, that's actually next week's topic. Um, roast my ex. And I'll just um, insert his name and probably tag him. <laughs> um, no, but it can, I think, also be red flags like situationally. Mm-hmm, yeah. And red flags in like a friendship sense as well. Totally. Like, yeah. I think red flags is a pretty. Um, it's a general topic. It's just hard to. Um, generalize it when right now you have like a pinpointed Yeah, it's hard bias. to generalize when you were just um, recently destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Savage. Yeah, but um, I love a prank and that's <laughs> that's really fun. So Sean's back to being single and lonely. But I feel like that is the dynamic. You yeah. Know? Like you, I make fun of you for like everything like how annoying you are like how you look like your girlfriend like yeah. just like everything and really all you had was me being sad and lonely. Yeah. otherwise you're perfect exactly so. so i'm just giving you some some content i love that thank yeah. you so much tossing maybe a laugh your way we know you need it <laughs> my one source of comedy yeah Oh my god! Also, we're in like we're trying a new recording situation. Moving on up, and like hopefully the quality is like snatch. But we are mm-hmm. like like I'm sweating. It's yeah, we so hot. we're in an actual recording booth. If you're not already following us on Instagram, follow at I Can Explain Podcast because we're gonna post a little behind the scenes. Hopefully, I can edit out the sweat because we're literally dripping sweat. Yeah, but it'll be all worthwhile in this soundproof booth. If the sounds great, yeah. so we're trying it out for some uh, guests. So yeah, stay we tuned. <laughs> we have some guests coming up, and we were like, if we're gonna have guests on, I don't think we can bring them into Sean's closet. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> That's probably not. Um, so, so so instead, we're trying out this fancy pants recording booth and see how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So red flags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, if you had to break down like your top three red flags, let's start relationships since it's, you know, the most fresh for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> 
Top three red Top flags, three. like things to look for that you're worried about. Okay. Yeah, or things that you have come across that you were like, maybe I should have put more focus on that. Right. I think red flag. Ooh. Okay. It's hard because Bree's also colorblind. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about green. You're like green is go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> things we loved. Yep. <laughs> no, I think. Um, Red flag for me is when someone's very suspicious about you, it is usually a reflection of themselves. Right. So That's a good one. we've talked in the past about me being cheated on and all that good jazz yeah. in every other relationship. And I've found that there's like a uh, through line of all those people that they're very like untrusting in relationships. Right. And which makes sense when you think about it because if they're doing all this sneaky shit behind closed doors they're like I'm good at this she has no idea that what's going on she must be doing the she same she must be doing the same thing yeah. don't you love when sketchy people just like sketch themselves out yeah love that <laughs> so um, so that is definitely I think my top one yeah. I think that a lot of times the way that people are acting is a reflection of what like themselves yeah. Um, so yeah and I guess what kind of goes hand in hand in that with like someone being really controlling um, I think is a red flag and then I think another red flag is when someone doesn't want to involve you in their like other friendships Right. like I've been I've dated people before where and this is a bit of a toughie when it comes to LGBTQ plus because a lot of these people when I was dating them maybe they weren't out to all their friends or their families so it's a different scenario yeah it's more weighted than a heterosexual experience where it's like why wouldn't you want me to meet your mom because I'm annoying (laughs) (laughs) Um, or friends yeah Um, so I want to clarify that that in these dating relationships when I say it's a red flag I don't think that's the case if it's a situation where um, they're not out or ready to be out but I had the situation dating people before where they just they were clearly out to their groups of friends yeah. and they just wouldn't bring me around Fair. and vice versa they didn't really want to come around my friends and so it wasn't because you're annoying and uh, I mean they might have something <laughs> yeah. to say about that <laughs> but they wouldn't come around my friends either and they're like the person I'm thinking about specifically like I always thought it was so strange because I I was proud of them and I was really excited and also I think especially the beginning of a relationship when you're just like you want to be around the person every second I just wanted to include them in everything I was doing and anytime my friends had a barbecue or anything I was like come and they just wouldn't yeah and if they did, like when I finally would drag them to places, no, they would just like would totally clam up and like not want to connect on a deeper level right. and not in like a social anxiety shy way, just like a distant kind of like walls up way. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that was really strange. And I feel like maybe that was a reflection of. I don't know. They just didn't... They weren't either ready to be in a relationship or they were hiding something so they didn't want to, like, connect to the people that I knew. Yeah. In the case... In my case, that was the case, so... Yeah, I also feel like some of it's, like... Um... People, like, want to minimize the impact that yeah. it will have on them if, like, something goes awry, you know? Yeah. Like, they kind of, totally. like, build up a wall so mm-hmm. that if things do crumble, they can just kind of walk away. Exactly. Of, yeah. And I think in the case of this person that's what it was I think they I was trying to intertwine them more with my life because I saw it as something that was gonna continue on for like long term and they probably saw it as like 
who is she? <laughs> Why does this person keep texting yeah. me? <laughs> it's really weird. Another red flag. When you call them like 27 times and they don't pick up. Um, They're like, Dude, red flag. my Panago delivery girl is obsessed with me. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I, so. I see the trouble from, like, it's obviously one of the odd, like, nuances uh-huh. of, like, gay dating, yeah. well, LGBT dating, mm-hmm. is that there are a lot of red flags that aren't as important because you're gay. Like, like you were I saying. Get what, like, I totally get what you're like, saying. Um, like, maybe they haven't come out to people. Like, there's things mm-hmm. like that that don't have an effect on other relationships. However, I think it's a double-edged sword because you can make excuses for people. Yes. And, like, I did this recently, but I've done this a lot. Yeah. That you kind of just chalk it up to, oh, it's just their gay experience. Like, you know, yeah. like, you put almost too much weight on yeah. it. I don't, does that I make think, sense? Totally. I think it also sometimes gives people like an out. Yeah. Um, like a, it's like pun a Pun not intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, a not out. Yeah. But it's <laughs> gives like. Gives people a closet. <laughs> yeah. Like in a heterosexual cis relationship it would be the case where it's like oh I'm just not ready to introduce you to my parents because I don't you kind of have to be openly communicative about the real reason because it's either that I don't think our relationship's deep enough to intertwine you in my life yeah. I'm not sure about it yet I need to continue dating you and getting to know you which by the way there's nothing wrong with saying Very that valid. but you need to communicate that <laughs> yeah. um, or it's something about you I don't think my family or friends is going to like and I'm embarrassed of it or there's some reason there and you kind of have to be honest about it because you don't have this, I hate to say it, gay card yeah. where it's you can utilize that. And the unfortunate part is just like any group of people, there are LGBTQ plus people that are manipulative and toxic. Totally. So just because they're gay doesn't excuse them from maybe not being the best partner or being a toxic person. And I've had it before in the past where it's used as a way that you cannot respond to it. Because if someone says, oh, I'm not ready to bring you around because, like, my family's homophobic, what are you going to say to that? You're like, well, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to pressure you (laughs) to do that. Of course not. And then if you find out that's not the case or maybe that's part of the case, but there's other underlying issues, it allows someone to use that as a cloak and not communicate the, like, what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, a much better way of what I was trying to explain. As usual. <laughs> yeah. As usual. Somebody eloquently put, uh, my nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard um, separating the two, mm-hmm. especially when people aren't, like, outwardly honest yeah. about those things. Yeah. Because I feel like I um, give people sometimes a little, like, more leniency than they should have. Because, like, totally. sometimes it's, like, you're just being a sketchy bitch. It's not that you're, like, a closeted sketchy bitch. <laughs> you're just a you're sketchy just bitch. A sketchy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I totally hear that. Yeah. Okay, another one for me. I know you asked for three, but okay, no, keep another going. one just yeah. popped into my head. Um, this happened with one of my exes, and now I see it as, like, as gaslighting because I thought I was crazy for they made me feel like I was being controlling or crazy so I think if you with your gut are you know you're not being controlling and you're asking like questions that are fair to ask um and someone's turning it around on you then you need to be very careful in like reflection of the situation and looking in and being like 
am I being too much or are they using that as a way for me to stop asking questions? And specifically, um, one example of this with one of my exes was... um, Geez, thank God we got so many shitty exes we can oh talk God, about, right? eh? <laughs> we got stories for days. Uh, no, like what this a <laughs> double length episode. <laughs> Part three. Yeah. Red flags. The sequel. AK, yeah. we fucking hate our exes. Um, specifically with one of my exes, they would add people in their phones just as an emoticon hmm. without a name beside it. Hmm. And I noticed that. That was never the case for any of their friends. Right. So any of their friends would be added by name. Maybe there'd be emoticons after, after but you know, whatever. Like but it's it's their name. Emoji. Yeah. Like, like taco emoji. <laughs> <laughs> there, yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good. 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 Yeah. <laughs> So it would be like their name with all of their friends and family and even like newer friends. So it's not like they just transitioned into this emoticon thing for new people they're adding. Like I would notice they'd tell me about someone that they met at work or something and their name would be in there. And then I started noticing that it just so happened that when they'd kind of like turn their phone away or like close messages, it would always be these people with like an emoticon. emoticon. Mm -hmm. And I was like... That's like, fucking hmm, sketchy as hell. On the case. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just got my little, uh, what's those things with the one eye monocle? My little a monocle. Mon- is that what you're texting? Oh, didn't that's, like that's the guy from like Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't have a monocle. No. He doesn't. I'm Monopoly not- man. No, this is, that's like oh, a no, conspiracy a whole, theory. Right, right. We should do conspiracy theories. Pringles them, so. man? One of them. I don't know. But that's not what detectives use. You're thinking of magnifying a glass. A magnifying glass. So I pulled my magnifying glass out. So glad we got there. And <laughs> Pull out a monocle. I'm selling Pringles like they're fucking hot cakes. <laughs> And then in my spare time, I searched my girlfriend's phone. No. Um, So, no. But I would call her out on it because I'd be like, who is that? Like, why why don't you just put their name in? And she'd be like... Were they like sexy emojis? No. Like, it would just be a random emoji. Also, how do you keep track? Exactly. She must have some sort of, like, Rolodex. Oh, like, like, yeah, somewhere. You need to find her, like, coding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So... So I called her out on it, and then basically she gaslit me, like, and was like, oh, that's so weird. Why are you even looking when I'm messaging? Like, you're... Like, just flipped Basically it flipped it around yeah, me. Yeah. Like, you're crazy. Like, you know, the whole the whole ball game of, like, oh, really? You were going to judge me by what I write them in my phone as? Would just n- never give me an answer, but you're would like, just... That's actually not what I'm judging you for. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> not it at all. But, um... Flash forward, it ended up being two of her ex-girlfriends nice, that nice, she nice, nice. put in her phone. Which, by the way, if she had just had her ex-girlfriends' names and you was friends with them, I wouldn't have cared. But then, <laughs> and then she ended up cheating on me with one of them. Awesome. So fun, fun times. Yeah, taco emoji comes <laughs> comes in clutch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that if someone, if like your gut's telling you something, and someone's like hiding things? Yeah. I don't know. Like, okay. Um, do you want to, how much do you want to bet that your emoji is like a monocle now? Oh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> a fucking monocle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Next week I'm going to wear a monocle yeah. just to, to get to the bottom of things with my one eye. <laughs> Love that. Love that. But I think that I um 
I thought because of that that I was like really controlling for that entire relationship because I was asked questions yeah. and then I realized in normal relationships people don't do that like by normal I mean non-toxic and like so things are what, open wait what was that last part <laughs> <laughs> haven't had one of those. no oh no, I don't think, yeah. Not in your recent memory? No. I'll look that up later, though. <laughs> Get my mom closed. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, so I... I am so fucking hot. I'm so Sorry, hot. I, it's a sauna like in my, this bitch. It's like my brain is, like, 90% soup. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, I think, like, you need to trust your gut. And you need to be careful, obviously, not, like invading someone's privacy yeah but i think if you're in a committed relationship and someone is going out of their way to not like include you in things or hide things from you like there's something to read into that like there's there's some sort of red flag going on there because usually if someone's hiding something it's not oh just because it's like there's something to be hidden yeah right Agreed. <laughs> Confirmed. Yes. For once, I stopped talking yeah. without you cutting me off. I, was like, I didn't I don't know, know what, what to do, do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's very fair. Um, let's go top three for me. Thanks for the question, Bree. You're I'll take okay. it from here. <laughs> um, I would say um, <laughs> I'm like fuck. This don't isn't do just it. an interview of me. Um, no, never. <laughs> Sometimes you'd be surprised, but it's not. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to like just directly tie this to. Everything. Just do it. Who cares? No, I'm Fucking trying to make it more him. general. Um, I think a general um thing is mm. when people can't and I would say this like is um a, a good representation of a lot of people that I've dated right. when somebody can't see a situation past themselves right like if they're like narcissistic in their understanding of like little things mm-hmm. I've like had it where I've like had a conversation and been like hey this is how it made me feel and then yeah. somebody just gets like defensive and like you know and you're like uh, um, oh, oh yeah okay mm-hmm. um, totally I'm, I'm not it's not about you yeah like, I'm but this is a this, conversation that yeah, I brought well, up. It's to a two-way yeah. street. I mean, only one of us can drive. But <laughs> Shots fired. Love it. Um, another one is... We already touched on this, but I think using the gay experience as an excuse to dodge accountability is a big thing Mm -hmm. and I don't want to like make it seem like I'm like I hate dating gay people (laughs) but I think a lot of people use it as like just like a defense mechanism yeah like oh well I'm just not I'm just not as like out as you I'm not as you know Mm. I haven't experienced these things I'm like I understand that However, the issue that I'm coming to you with is more of just, like, a normal human, maybe even straight human problem. Like a communicative problem. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, or you cheated on me. And they're like, well, I'm just <laughs> newly gay. <laughs> I haven't had as many dicks as you, so that gives so me a card to So I was catching up while cheat. we were together. Yeah, yeah. love that. Yeah. Perfect. You were on board? Makes total Ooh, sense. Total sense. <laughs> um, so obviously that one's, like, more, like, uh, gay-specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think my biggest one that's like an overarching thing I would say is my top one is just like people that aren't um, like thoughtful from the get go yeah and I understand that there's like kind of like a weird stigma with men that like when you date somebody in like a straight relationship yeah you always picture like the woman as like 
you know, the thoughtful one. And I feel like that's how it's, like, been portrayed in media. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, kind of the fuckery that, like, men have got away with in straight relationships. Just to roast some straight people for a while. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of fucking nonsense. (laughs) I've... I just think that men, gay or straight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) have this weird, like, uh, thinking that they don't have to be, like, thoughtful in general situations. Right. And that they're like, oh, well, I don't have to think about that. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's, like, that's, like, the biggest red flag. Totally. I'm like, how are you... If you're starting a relationship with somebody, how are you not, like, putting them... Mm-hmm. Not first, because I'm like, don't put me first. I'm pretty annoying. But how are <laughs> how are they not at like one of the tops of your priorities? Oh, I hear that. Yeah. I think like the over umbrella yeah, it of what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I hear you. I'm just like, what I'm hearing from you is, <laughs> yeah, thank you, <laughs> is people that are like the world revolves around them. Yeah. Like I don't know if selfish is the right word, but like it's not not the right. It's word. like they're just like. Like, your first point was about people, like, getting defensive when you bring up your feelings. Yeah. And that's because they're only in their own experience. Like, they're not able to walk in someone else's shoes. Shit, we're just, like, deep diving all of my issues. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, like, the, a lack of empathy yeah. is, like, the underlying thing. Hmm. Interesting. Because, that- <laughs> because the first one's, like, they're not able to understand your feelings just because they're not feeling them. Yeah. And then the thoughtful thing is a clear sign of a lack of empathy because usually when people are being thoughtful it's because they're aware of how other people are feeling and they want to make them feel a certain way like anytime I'm doing something for someone it's because I'm aware in my mind oh this will make this person smile this will make them happy you know what they'd really like this yeah (laughs) I've I've soaked in what I know makes them happy and now I want to give that to them because people that are empathetic feel other people's feelings so if my partner around me is happy then I'm going to be happier because I feel that from them and if they're sad no Hmm. so you're dating sociopaths (laughs) (laughs) anyway so see what they do (laughs) it's getting hotter in here oh it's boiling I just thought of another one okay um now I'm at five yeah (laughs) no one it's not a competition (laughs) um Major red flag, which when I was younger, I didn't really like, I didn't really believe in because I was like, I'm my own person and I can make my own decisions. But I think as I've grown older and I've become more choosy with my friends and I know that the people around me are people that really have my best interests at heart. I don't know if having no <laughs> friends makes you choosy, but okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that me and my mom are friends is um, really great. to be friends with Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so when I was younger, I think it was a combo between I didn't really believe in this point and maybe the friends I was surrounding myself with didn't necessarily have my best interest, but as you get older, you do better at choosing your friends and keeping yeah. those around you that are really have your best interest at heart and you are aware that people have an outside perspective because as you grow, you realize you've felt that for your friends. And I think a major red flag because of all that is when your friends don't like the person you're with because, and that's a hard one because I get that sometimes people just don't click or like judgy, but I think that if people very close to you have concerns about the person you're with, I don't think that there's, that should just be written off as there's nothing to that. Especially if they've liked other partners. Or, you know, in my case, if they they haven't liked 
any partner, mm. and now they like them. Oh, run away! Oh yes, the flip, the, yeah. old, re- the old reverse. Yeah, the old switcheroo, the old prankster. <laughs> No, I think oh that's God. very valid, though. I also, my, I, this one actually doesn't even relate to my last relationship, so it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. But I think, like, even more so than friends, like, family. Yeah, Like, if totally. your fr- family's like, I don't fuck with this kid, like, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't fuck that I, kid. I, <laughs> Whoa, my God. <laughs> you never fuck kids, guys. <laughs> I think, okay, <laughs> I think we all understood what you meant to say. What, what's that one we did? Mistakes? Mistakes yeah, part two is coming next week. Like, okay, don't fuck. <laughs> oh my God. We are tragic. Yeah. No, totally with family for sure. And I think. Because like, I'm like, what? Like, what other motivation does your family have? No. What? Like, what? Like, there's literally zero benefit. Family's like, let's just fuck with him. <laughs> 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 they'll like shake on it they're like yeah it's but so like, true because sometimes friends are, are loaded in that they're jealous of your time or maybe your friends or your exes or your friends have crushes on you or like yeah. or your friends or like they're jealous of like your happiness like yeah, even your best friends yeah, like there's true. changes of that it's like if my mother is jealous of my boyfriend <laughs> we have some worse family to dynamics to get through yeah I am <laughs> yeah that's so true and I think that as you get older realize like when you're in a relationship, it is so hard. Like, give yourself a little hug if you've been in a toxic relationship and looking back, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Because we've all been there to some extent where when you're in it, it's so hard to step out of it yeah. and see it from an external point of view. And obviously, as you get older, you get better at doing that and you learn from toxic relationships that the tools to be able to do that yeah. and really, like, question in an unbiased way, like, is this person good for me? But um, I think we all still, when you're infatuated by someone, when you're maybe in love with someone, you're attracted to them, or when someone throughout the relationship changes in a slow way, it's kind of like if you gain like half a pound every week for a year like and then all of a sudden you, you step into the cell and you're like for. holy fuck oh I fucking love it holy <laughs> fuck like this as it's coming in my mouth I'm like I'm so intelligent right now incredible you've said this already that's what oh I have <laughs> if you can't hear I'm gonna do it okay okay, okay yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if you gain half a pound yeah. for the next 12 weeks yeah you gain six pounds yeah you know but if you were to gain six pounds overnight it's like whoa <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes yes <laughs> incredible and at the end of the day it's not <laughs> what you say it's how you mix <laughs> About the six pounds that they gained I need that I need that tattooed on me. It's not what you say, it's how you make somebody yeah, feel. No, I love I definitely, that quote. Yeah. Breeze quotes. Yeah. Breeze quotes. <laughs> okay, but yes. So with my extremely intelligent <laughs> metaphor, what I'm saying is sometimes people throughout a relationship, they people that are toxic often are very good at being toxic. So they yeah. very slowly adapt their behavior so unless you're someone from the outside it's hard to you're kind of slowly conditioned into it so it's hard to see that for yourself and um i think that it's just oh god i don't know if i even have any advice for that other than just like trying your best to think if i was my best friend would i think this is a good situation for me yeah. like what advice would i give to myself if this was my best friend and even then it's still hard because you're clouded by it and that's why i say the thing about if your family or friends like friends that you can really trust family more so i agree with you don't like the person like there's something to be thought about there because they are people from the outside yeah but i also 
as much as like red flags is like a topic of discussion yeah. obviously um <laughs> a lot of red flags you see like like after the fact oh, and totally. I am the type of person that I like beat myself up and like how didn't I see those red mm-hmm. flags but that's like why they are re- like you come up with red flags after you yeah. know and I think it's super easy to beat yourself up and be like how could I let that mm-hmm. that slip or how yeah. could I but it's in the moment it's like hard to like I feel like love or like friendship even is like very blinding totally and it's it's easy to beat yourself up for not, you know, mm-hmm. building that wall up or seeing those oh, issues. Of course. But I don't know. I also feel as like a like a gay person, mm-hmm. it's um you you put a lot of weight or you put like a lot of movement into happiness. Yeah. Because like, it's like when you're coming out, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'll find a relationship. I don't know if uh-huh. I'll find that happiness. Like, I don't know if I'll happy be happy being myself. Yeah. So when you, like, do find those, like, trails of happiness, you, like... You want to cling to them. Yeah. So I think it's, like, a, a naturally human thing totally. to kind of ignore them. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it necessarily means that you're, like, stupid or, like, naive. Yeah. I think it's just, like, a very human experience to... Uh, believe that it is the happiness you deserve. In totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, oh my God, I was just about to say a quote again. Fuck I'm going to say it. Okay, here we go. First cut's the deepest, but I think for gay people, it's even more so because finding that first love or first connection yeah. that feels like genuinely happy, at least for a while before it gets toxic, Especially because feels a lot, so rare. And a lot of people have had relationships with like the opposite gender so to find like that one first thing connection is (laughs) like so big so I think you Mm -hmm. naturally overlook like maybe they're associated things and yeah I think that's what it meant by like give yourself a hug about it because I like to think and I'm sure you will disagree Mm -hmm. that I am a fairly intelligent human being. Oh, okay. And I can read... (laughs) I can read situations and I can read people and I still look back at my past relationships and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what... In what world... And that's what I mean by, like, what would you tell your best friend? Because if any of those things happened to my best friend, I would be like what get out like this person's a crazy person like they suck they're treating you terribly but I just was so in love with that that person that I let a lot of things roll off my back I think a big part of it is denial because if you could make it seem like a not a big deal in your own mind like as soon as you accept that it's a big deal then you know you have to get out of it and you're like clinging to it. So even things with the emoticon or like when people cheated on me in the past and then I stayed with them it was like it's like, oh, it was easier for me to believe that, yes, I was being controlling and making it a big deal and it wasn't real. Yeah. Like, with the emoticon thing, like, oh, wow, yeah, I am being controlling and crazy and everything and like that. That answer allowed me to stay with that person. Exactly. So it was easier to cling to than being like, they're gaslighting me, they're hiding something, they're cheating on me. Yeah. Well, I also... <clears throat> oh, my God, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's easier to make, like, slight denials to allow yourself to, like, believe that this experience or this love or this happiness is just gonna like continue you know yeah for sure it's easier to just like kind of like flick it to the back of your mind Mm -hmm. instead of like actually looking at it yeah so well i think also 
human beings are just creatures of habit and we like also human beings are stupid yeah that too that's that's so true damn true there's two of them right here yeah the The stupidest humans on earth (laughs) but it's like the comfort level and I it's hard to use the word comfort because are you really comfortable in a toxic relationship but but you feel like you are like it's you gaslight yourself yeah the (laughs) idea of like uprooting and like having to like metaphorically restart and like oh my god I'm back to square one and oh I have to like then tell my family like I hate that the yeah. breakup when you have to then tell your family that you broke up totally. and then you have to tell your friends that you broke up you and know you what? To, oh that you, fucking sucks you know what the the thing that I laugh now because I would say that I'm like a pretty like I'm like usually Nancy Drew maybe not mm. Nancy Drew but like um, the monocle's out like, Nancy Drew Carey or something <laughs> 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 the monocle's out yeah um I would say I'm pretty, like, usually good at reading people, mm-hmm. but I now, like, as, after this last relationship, I laughed to my... I literally was lying in bed one day, just, like, you know, sp- shame spiraling, as yeah. I do, and then I, like, audibly laughed because I remember telling even you and, like, people that I know, oh, well, like, this is just their thing. Everybody has a thing. I remember you, know? you saying yeah. that to me, too. And yeah. now I'm like, well, that's, like, a weird... <laughs> way to explain (laughs) it yeah Yeah. well this sucks with them but everybody has a thing yeah Yeah. I mean he likes wearing skin that's (laughs) not his but everybody has their thing you know like that one guy's it's like dinosaurs and the other guy just like tap dancing (laughs) we've all seen the commercial (laughs) for for my exes it's like you know what she likes screwing other girls behind my back but that's just her, that's thing. Just her thing. Everyone has She's their kooky. thing. <laughs> She's so silly. She's so funny. <laughs> she loves connecting in romantic ways over yeah, text. She's secretly behind my back. Like, you know, Love that. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> got their thing. Okay, so besides relationship, mm-hmm. friendship, life, mm. what what are like some just general red flags that you have? Mm. Situational. Right. Situational red flags. Um like I don't even know <laughs> what, what you mean are you is your brain soup is that right yeah actually let's go, like with, friend, let's go with friendship that's easier for you to understand okay. when, you, when you meet new people yes say you're with somebody for 10 minutes okay yes and you leave that oh perfect okay got it got it yes let me finish okay <laughs> It's not about you. <laughs> you leave it's not about you. Say you meet somebody like at a bar. You're yeah. just like talking. Mm-hmm. You know as soon as that conversation ends, it's going two ways. You're either like following that person on Instagram or you're like, I never want to see them yes. again. How do you okay. break down red I know flags in that exactly. situation? Okay. Um, so this happened to me the other day. This is my first one. And it happens to me quite often. I go to these like media events I was for literally, I'm not kidding you, about to say, if this is about you being famous, I will punch Fuck you. Off. <laughs> no, so this is just a recent example. So, recently I went to one, I won't say where, and there was like 10 other people on this media event. Other, everything from media outlets like news and stuff, to other social media influencers, if you will. Yeah. And... I played like a little game with myself when I go to these events and I see who will ask me things about myself as well. Okay. Because when I'm meeting people, usually you go and you don't really know anyone. I am always, almost always the first person to engage. Yeah. And usually it's like, oh, like 
why are you here? Why are you connected to the brand? What do you do? Oh, that's so cool. What's your channel called? What do you blog about? Oh, do you like working there? Have you done this before? X, Y, Z. Yeah. And you find out very quickly about someone when they don't give you the same back in a conversation. Like, they're totally... It's not that they're shy or that they don't want to talk. They're totally great to talk about themselves. And I went through this... This one specific event that I went to was, like, eight hours long. It was, like, a whole fucking ordeal. There was a one person out of everyone... I made a point of talking to everyone. One person who asked about me. By the end of it, no one even knew my name. No one even asked my name. Literally no one. Ask my name. Never mind what I like post about on con- like n- my content, I anything. I feel like um like influencers are like a more extreme version of this. Oh, yeah. But I think that's like something we've all been through for sure. Yeah. Like if you um are in a situation where you're introducing yourself to somebody and you realize that like it's just a normal well, I think it's normal, but then the more you talk to people you realize it's not. Um if someone says, oh, what kind of content do you make? Like in that scenario. And they say, oh, I blog about gardening. The normal thing to do is be like, how about you? Yeah, what about you? Literally, the conversation would end until I asked another question about them. And this happened with like eight people. And then at the end of the day, I talked to this one guy. And it was so refreshing. I was like, oh, you know. What do you do? He told me about himself. How about you? I said mine. I was like... You missed the part (laughs) that you talked for 40 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. And then he kept asking questions about me. And then we ended up connecting. And then I'm going on his podcast next week. And he was so wonderful and fantastic. And... I was like, is it me? (laughs) (laughs) And he was so great. And he was like... it. It was funny because no one else at the event was really talking to him either. So I feel like we both have the same vibe of like feeling like a bit like outcasts. And so that's my number one is when people aren't giving you the same effort in a conversation back that you are to them. Yeah. The second is when people only engage with people that they think is going to give them a step up in life. Right. Um, So whether like the common thing is when people are rude to waiters. Right. right? Like that's the go to. Like if someone's rude to a waiter because they feel like there's nothing that they can give them, then it's, like, a sure sign. Like, I've had it before where someone, like, didn't talk to me and then someone else said, oh, I watched your YouTube or whatever. And, and like, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden, oh, they're out of the woodwork. They're like, oh, want to do a video together? Yeah. Oh, want to do blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, interesting that I you garden. didn't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, you didn't talk to me all fucking night until someone else brought up what I did and then you feel like I can give you something. Yeah. And I cannot imagine being an actual famous person and how frustrating that must be to like never know if someone actually cares about yeah, you. Yeah, oh yeah. Like that's insane. So those are two big ones for me. That's fair. Yeah. I've I feel like I've also been with you when both of those things have happened. Oh yeah. <laughs> well it's interesting because there was there's people in my life that never spoke to me, like in high school or whatever. And then now that I'm on Instagram or YouTube, whatever. And just an incredibly famous podcast. Now that I am so famous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but like even like the little amount of followers that I do have, the amount of people that are like, hey, Brie. Oh, what? I'm in t- back in town next week. I hear you have a podcast. Want to have me on it? And it's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, what? What? And it's, it's just so interesting how people can, like, flip when they feel like something's to their benefit. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, the same thing goes for the first one of just, like, people that aren't 
giving effort or engaging. And I think lots of times it comes from people like think they're trying to look cool or something. Yeah. But like trying to look cool, like and being cool has nothing to do with like like trying to put yourself over another human being. Like to me, that's not cool at all. Yeah. To like make yourself like you're oh, I'm more important than you, like whatever. A side note to that is when I've been in situations with other creators, I cannot stand when people don't introduce themselves because they think that you know for sure who they are. Oh. And that happens more times than you'd know. Yeah. Like literally I've gone to YouTube like things and there are people there that yes I know who they are they have like two million fucking subscribers and I'm on YouTube yeah I know who you are right like I'm, yes I know S- unless you're fucking Oprah introduce yeah. yourself absolutely like honestly also even if you're Oprah <laughs> yeah, and Oprah still introduces herself yeah it's just like a human thing yeah and it's like people literally have this attitude of like oh you probably know who I am yeah and I've always talked about this okay this is the tea oh my god hush hush Here we um go. <laughs> I've literally said to friends before in the community that um when I'm like 80, I'm gonna like write a book about all these fuckers that <laughs> that aren't the same in real life. That drives me oh, insane. Yeah. There's so many people like I wish I could name them. Like if you're gonna be naked on Instagram, be naked in person. You know, <laughs> it's just respect. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all honesty, there's people that like play this like I'm so nice and I'm so friendly. Blah 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 blah. Card in online and then in person, they're awful people. Yeah. And they, like, talk shit about their, like, followers and, like, make fun of people. And, like, I'm just, like, you're so fucking phony. It drives yeah. me nuts. I think my biggest red flag mm-hmm. in, like, a, like, a general sense or a friendship sense when mm-hmm. I'm meeting somebody for the first time is when somebody uses... Um, like um, being derogatory or insulting as like a way to like relate to you like mm. if that's their first go to like if they're like if you're like at a bar and they're like oh my god nice to meet you and then they like start insulting somebody because they think you're gonna like laugh right. along with them okay like, yes I don't know you bitch <laughs> I totally see what you you're know? saying like I, when they're like oh my god look at that person yeah like, whatever and I'm like okay I think it's quite common in like the gay community yeah. That it's it's like, like, well, we'll just be mean together. And I'm like, well, eventually, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm like, I'm still saying this shit, but I'm not going to say do you. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Just kidding. I'm a nice person. Mm, Are you, though? Just kidding. You're really nice. Love you. Love you. Here he Are we almost done here? I think, yeah. I think that's that's the tea. We we dived into those. I think that's the tea because I feel, currently, Mm -hmm. like I am... A cup of tea with my no, literally. wet, hot, moist body. <laughs> <laughs> a boiling, hot fucking pot of tea. Yeah. Love that. So you're single. Okay. <laughs> back, back and available. Fuck. <laughs> get, if, you get through the red flags and then you just stab me. <laughs> if you'd like to slide into those DMs. Please. At Sean.Lusk on Instagram. If you want to not slide into my DMs but give me engagement via likes and comments, <laughs> you can follow me at Brianne Williamson. You can follow both of us at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And as always, I know we say it every time, but it really, really, really helps us out. If wherever you're watching, you click to follow or watching. subscribe, <laughs> fucking listening. <laughs> 
Where am I? Is this a YouTube video? <laughs> yeah. nope. You follow or subscribe. Um, that really helps other people find us and get suggested to other people. So whether that's on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever Android people listen, um, wherever you're listening, please find that button and do that. And word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. So if you have friends that you think are going to like this or enemies that you think are going to like this. Or you know what? You finish this episode, just scream out the window a few times. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Put it in um, like other people's um, like USB drives. Absolutely. And then just put them in people's pockets like strangers that walk down the street. Mailboxes. Yeah. Sunroofs. Yes. Um, patio drinks. Mm-hmm. Anything. Mm-hmm. Sharpie <laughs> on washroom walls. Absolutely. Yeah. Graffiti. Yeah. Wrap your car. Yes. You know? I can explain wrap. Yeah. Tattoos. Tattoos. When you do all of those things, tag us on Instagram. (laughs) I can explain podcast. And until next time, we will see See you around around the the neighborhood. I am hot as balls. Fuck me too.